0: we're live what's up everybody welcome to the jonathan Cogan show i'm your host johnny k we got a big episode before we get into it please subscribe to the jonathan Cogan show wherever you get your podcast uh psa public service announcement on top of my head i believe if you're in turks and Caicos, if you're in albania if you're in uh, there's another country i forget you're listening to a podcast i think the title says in case you forgot look at the thumbnail And go search for The Jonathan Cogan Show and subscribe to that one. Why I have two RSS feeds, I don't know. Trying to resolve it for a very long time. Having difficulties. So please do that. Now let's get into the show. Big deal. Okay, big, big, big deal. So one of the greatest things about being unbiased of just searching for objective truth is that it's so clear to see if you don't have ulterior motives. If you're not trying to shove down a narrative down my throat, It's very easy to see when there's red flags, regardless of political affiliation or apolitical affiliation. It doesn't matter. It's very obvious when things are not good for the people. Okay. So in the United States of America, people have had suspicions. And on this podcast, we have proved over and over that the largest superpower in the history of the world, the strongest superpower ever, the United States of America, that government is being weaponized against its own citizens. They are going internally, domestically, because they start wars all over the place. They kill people all over the place. They overthrow, they they overthrow uh, democracy or authoritarian and, and implement democracies, aka just bombing the shit out of countries and killing five hundred thousand children, saying it's worth it. Yep, that's on sixty minutes. That's true. I played that clip on here before, and leaving it in a, a, a state of disarray when there's a a slave market, a human trafficking, there's complete anarchy and the people are, they lo- everything is blown up and, and just complete shit, okay? That's what the United States does, okay? Sort of like you would, you know, like a, if you're in the U.S., you're taught like everyone else is a terrorist. Perhaps maybe we are the terrorists. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is it's something that needs to be questioned because we just care about objective truth. We don't care Who is the quote unquote good guy or bad guy? We just want to know what's happening in the world. There was testimonies yesterday. Okay. And I don't understand. I I can't understand. Why is the truth a partisan issue? Okay. Objective truth is not partisan. I don't get it. Okay. There was FBI whistleblowers. I'm going to play some pretty chilling videos and uh, from their testimony in Congress under oath. Of how their lives have been destroyed for coming forward, how uh, the January six videos were not to be released because it might show undercover FBI informants. We've covered Ray Ups at length on here. The most sketchy thing of all time. Literally, if you're at January 6th, you participate in any way, you should be locked up without a trial. You should get the death penalty. But if you're Ray Epps and you're on video whispering in someone's ear who charges into the and knocks over a police officer, you're there, but you were trying to help. Like what? What? It's the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. You need to have one brain cell, literally one brain cell to be like, this doesn't seem right. Okay. One brain cell. You don't even need two. You need one. Now. I want to start off backwards. I want to start off with the closing uh uh the closing statement that was said. And this should really this doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, independent. This is not good for anybody. And if you are on the quote-unquote winning team that is doing the weaponizing, to think that it's never going to be weaponized towards you, you don't know how history works because eventually they come for you. And at that point, guess what? No one is left. So thank goodness for peasants all across independent media, myself and others coming out with the truth so we could put and and we're not stopping. We are speaking out over and over and over again until there's too many voices to crowd out, which brings me to a different issue about how Obama was interviewed and his biggest concern is how media is no longer three channels and people get the truth. Now he says people are living alternate realities of what's real and what's... Well, maybe because the mainstream media and the elite narrative is the one that's lying to people and the independent media is telling the truth, but they're told not to trust it or don't even look at it because they're conspiracy theorists. Yet, literally, the mainstream news, like MSNBC was the one pushing the Russia hoax, which I did the Durham report the last episode, for years... For over three years. And that was a complete conspiracy. And it was fake. Who's the conspiracy theorist? It's all backwards. Left is right, up is down. It's crazy. Let's get into this chilling statement. It's 57 seconds. I want you to listen really closely to this. Just listen, okay? This is very chilling.
1: All of the hardships you've gone through. If one of your really good friends, your former colleagues, came to you and said, I have this thing that is being covered up and I think the American people need to know about it. What advice would you give them?
2: I would tell them first to pray about it, long and hard. And I would tell them I could take it to Congress for them, or I could put them in touch with Congress,
1: but I would advise them not to do it. So you would legitimately try to protect one of your colleagues from doing what you have done? Absolutely. And how do you think that solves being able to shine light on corruption, weaponization, any kind of misdo- misconduct that exists with the American
2: people? It doesn't solve it. But the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing
1: that are wrong. And we are all examples of that. I can't think of a more sobering way to end a hearing. I yield back.
0: All. Of- so that guy, O'Boyle, Mr. O'Boyle, he was a whistleblower. The FBI had to move across the country. He has four kids and he had like a two week old moving across the country. The day after he moved across the country, they suspended him without pay and locked up his belongings and wouldn't let it go. Clothes, anything. He didn't even have clothes for his little kids, like a two week old. How sick are these elites? And to think that they are going on the airwaves to tell you how much they care for your safety and that they want you to do things because they want you to be safe, yet they will crush lives and destroy children and you think and literally hang out at Jeffrey Epstein's Island for years and we still don't even know, we, we don't get any information on it, we're just told not to talk about it or you're a conspiracy theorist. You think that those people love you and care about your safety? The same people, the neocons, who are bombing literally hundreds of countries and destroying livelihoods of innocent people, innocent peasants worldwide. You think that they are pushing a message so hardcore over and over and over. I'm talking about the last three years over and over and over and over again, saying how they care so much and do this and do that because we want you to be safe, 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 safe. Give us your freedom so you could be safe. What is going on? Think. Think. Learn history, think, okay? Use your critical thinking skills. You have it in you. The truth is in all of us. When you feel like something's off or something isn't right, go with that gut instinct. Do some of your own research. I know it makes you a far right extremist if you do your own research, but maybe perhaps it's okay to be a far right extremist to do your own research. Maybe they're lying to you and you're not a far right extremist, and doing your own research is just what we call normal or what we call reading. So that's the end. Now here's the most important part of this hearing with Matt Gates talking. Uh, I, I was going to start it where uh, they share a video um, of an interview of why they won't release the January 6th videos, but I want to start a little earlier so you know the credentials of these FBI whistleblowers to give them credibility because you're being told everything's opposite on mainstream, which for some reason only leans in one political direction and they tell you that these aren't whistleblowers. These are insubordinate, terrible people, but it's so bizarre. So bizarre. It's literally the exact opposite. But if it's for their cause, then they say, oh, these are great people. We need to like, you know, give them a, the me- a purple heart or something. It's unbelievable. Okay. Just please just use your own brain. Here we go.
3: How many tours in Iraq did you do? I did two tours in Iraq, sir. And, and for how many decades have you held a security clearance? Uh, for two decades, sir. Ever been called into question before? No, sir. And, and you also received the Employee of the Year Award for the Charlotte Field Office, is that right? That is correct, sir. Did you receive any medals during your service for the Marine Corps and the United States Navy? I did, sir. As a member of the Marine Corps, I received two, uh, a Navy Commendation Medal and a Navy Achievement Medal. Seems to me your allegiance to the United States is pretty well established over multiple decades, wearing the uniform, fighting for our country, and I am proud that you continue to fight for our country as a whistleblower here, making a disclosure to the United States Congress. Uh, And Mr. Allen, is it your belief that you were retaliated against because you shared an email that questioned the truthfulness of FBI Director Christopher Wray? Yes, sir. And you believed that he wasn't truthful based on testimony he'd given to the United States Senate, isn't that right? Yes, sir. And in that testimony to the Senate, you believe that Christopher Ray indicated that there were no confidential informants and no uh, FBI assets that were present at the Capitol on January 6th that were part of the violent riot. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Please play the video. We're, we're now going to hear from George Hill, who worked at the Boston field office.
1: The SSA in Boston said they were going to a, a political rally, which is First Amendment protected activity. No, we're not uploading. We're not starting cases with these people. To which they said, "Well, we're going to call your SAC." And the SSA said, "Go cool, right ahead," because when you're pushing back, you know you want to make sure that you have your your six covered. So the SAC and the ASAC were intimately aware where of these kinds of exchanges that were going on. And again, to his credit, um, Joe Bonavallante said, no, we're not opening up cases on people who went to a rally. And I forgot a key part. The SSA for CT2 said, happy to do it. Show us where they were inside the Capitol and we'll look into it. To which WFO said, we can't show you those videos unless you can tell us the exact time and place those individuals were inside the capitol to which the SSA responded back. And I was privy to these conversations firsthand. Why can't you show us, why can't you just send us, the, give us access to the 11,000 hours of video of this exam that's available? Because there may be, may be UCs, undercover officers, or CHSs, confidential human, confidential human sources on those videos,
3: whose identity we need to protect. So Mr. Allen, you got retaliated against for the very thing, for saying the very thing that the Washington field office was telling Boston when the Boston field office was saying, we're not going to go and investigate people that just showed up at a rally without sufficient criminal predicate. Uh, the, The Washington field office told Boston, well, you know what? We can't give you the evidence because it might disclose the very CIs and UCs that you are concerned about, but that doesn't surprise you, Mr. O'Boyle, does it? No, sir. And the reason it doesn't surprise you is that in a different part of the country, you saw that same pressure from the Washington field office. And did they ever try to get you to do something that was outside the normal order of law enforcement activity? Yes, sir. And what did the Washington field office try to get you to do that violated the law and regulations?
2: They tried to get me to serve a federal grand jury subpoena when there was no proper predicate to do so.
3: And the reason there was no predicate was because it was based on an anonymous tip, right? That's correct. And time and again, the Washington field office was trying to pressure you without corroboration to go start process on people. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And so while I agree that January 6th was a violent day, a bad day, a day that nobody wants to relive, violence on January 6th doesn't justify weaponizing the government against people who were innocent and did nothing wrong. Thank you for blowing the whistle on that.
0: Uh, Okay, that is such a massive deal. Massive. Please explain to me why, in this case, it happens to be the left, the Democrats, What is the argument for not wanting full public access to every single hour of security footage on January 6th at the Capitol? Why are we not all 100% for as much transparency as possible? Why? What is the argument? Shouldn't everybody just give full open source access every single hour to all the citizens of the United States and everybody can go watch as much or as little as they want. What is the logic of censoring or withholding some of that video footage? What is the argument that is being made? Seriously. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Everybody should want access to that. So everybody can come to their, to the objective truth. We want more information, more data, and they're withholding it. And now we're learning that they're withholding it because there's possibly FBI informants and, you know, undercover people, whatever the terms were of people in that crowd, which like on this podcast, because we have more than one brain cell, we have been saying for the better part of a year that we need all this footage because it seems real sketchy, especially with this Ray Epps character. And we're just told, oh, they are crazy conspiracy theorists. Just don't listen to them. Just deplatform them and censor them because they're so crazy and conspiratorial. Maybe just like everything else, maybe we're right. Maybe we're doing our own research. Maybe we're not taking the narrative as is and we're searching for the truth ourselves and coming to our own conclusion based on no bias, no political affiliation, just truth. Truth has been so distorted. And why in particular, it, it seems... I don't know what the reason is, but one party in particular, the Democratic Party at this point in time, has seemed to go AWOL with these these ridiculous falsehoods. It's crazy. So many things. This Russia hoax, this January 6th, perhaps there were informants, all this stuff. It It doesn't stop. It's everything. It's so much. What is going on? Is it because there was a populist uprising that elected Donald Trump that made the establishment the uniparty go absolutely insane okay we don't support any politician on this podcast we never will we never will all right we are apolitical through and through we care about justice we care about truth we care about transparency and we care about that the fact that the government works for the people the people the people the people all right that's it and why that pushes that makes people push me into a Trumper, right wing conservative person. I have no idea. It's bizarre. I have no clue. Basically, if you do anything against the narrative, you're a far right extremist pro Trump person, which is basically everybody who has a brain cell now. So you're just, you're just, def- you're just defecting everybody from your own cause. Cause you went absolutely insane. Okay. Uh, you do have a candidate with RFK Jr. trying to put some sanity back in the party. And then they say, oh, like Crystal Ball goes, oh, his, his views align with Trump. Why aren't you just with Trump? And she mentioned censorship, which free speech was literally a core, a pillar of the Democratic Party. But now that's a Trump conservative right wing, far right extremist view, free speech. Anti-war, another pillar of the Democratic Party. Now it's considered a right wing, far right extremist conservative Trumper. Uh, and the other one was like questioning big pharma, which also used to be left wing and democratic. And now it's pro Trump, right wing conspiracy theorists. I mean, what is going on? Seriously. Can people just bring normalcy back a little bit? Because if we don't get this under wraps and get the objective truth back to baseline, literally in the next year with AI deep fakes, and now uh, you have uh, Anthony Blinken, Tony Blinken at a at a at a freedom, uh, some some freedom press conference thing. He gave a speech about how the government has created an A.I. tool that will uh, help uh, reduce and eliminate Russia, Russia, misinformation and disinformation. And they'll be able to share it with their partners with their new A.I. tool. If we don't get this under wraps real quick, when the government has A.I. tools, it's over. They're going to own all of speech. There's wrong thing That's already happening. Now it just could be, goes on steroids. They use AI. We need to get this under wraps real quick. And th- thank God we have patriots and people who care about truth whistleblowing, even though they're trying to be just absolutely clobbered. Like, what sick world is this? Okay. So Michael, Michael Schellenberger did a good report on this. And Elon actually replied, which is good, brings more awareness to it, because that's what we need. We've been trying on this podcast for a year, but apparently... People either don't care about the truth or they forget that the truth is important. So Michael Schollenberger said the FBI and Democrats say the whistleblowers who testified today are, quote, a threat to our national security. By the way, it's, it's always national security when they want to deflect. But they're not. Rather, they are honorable public servants who are being attacked for exposing abuses of power related to January 6th. Why the FBI and Democrats are attacking whistleblowers. FBI says it won't release January 6th surveillance video because it would show too many undercover government agents and informants. Uh, I thought we were conspiracy theorists for that. Uh, What? Maybe we were just apolitical and truthful. The FBI whistleblowers who testified before Congress today, uh, are not actually whistleblowers, say the FBI and Democrats rather sounds like they're on the same team, doesn't it? Rather, they are disloyal Americans who undermine investigations into the January 6, 2021 riot at the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. Quote, my Republican colleagues have brought in these former agents, men who lost their security clearance because they were a threat to our national security, says uh, uh, Stacy Plaskett, the Virgin Islands, who's the same person who threatened Matt Taibbi with prison time for being a whistleblower as well. I mean, they have gone so crazy. And went so far into literally, they went into conspiracies and and lies and corruption so deep that they have to cover their tracks, or else it's gonna be exposed that they're wrong on everything and everyone's gonna lose trust. So th- you, it's like, you know, uh, you're told not to lie because then you need to remember that lie and that lie, and then you're in a web of lies and nobody can remember all that. You gotta be real smart. But these people aren't real smart, okay? They're not real smart, they're idiots and they're pawns. For the elites. It's crazy. The ranking member of the House Weaponization Committee, quote, who out of malice or ignorance or both have put partisan agenda above the oath they swore to serve the country. Who believes this? Apparently people still are buying into this. How many times can one group of people be so wrong and still have diehard supporters? It is bizarre. But there is no evidence that any of the FBI whistleblowers are or were ever a threat to national security. One of them, Marcus Allen. Shout out Marcus Allen, the running back, won two medals fighting in Iraq and Kuwait. Another, Garrett O'Boyle, served in the army in Iraq, worked as a police officer, and graduated with honors in criminology and law. I mean, this is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then Elon Musk says, F, "Quote: He 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 he. This is what his tweet was. FBI says it won't release January 6 surveillance video because it would show too many undercover government agents and informants. Uh, this is insane. How many were there? I mean, just approximately. And then Michael Schellenberg shares after the paywall. Quote: Indeed." There have been, there may have been hundreds of undercover government agents and informants, both local and federal, in the January 6th crowd. According to one January 6th witness, there were 100 to 200 Secret Service agents alone at the Capitol before and during the breach of the police barriers. Now, what happens to this country if it comes out with clear video? And I'm, my prediction is Tucker is going to blow this, the roof off with this on his on his Twitter video. I'm guessing he still has the footage, but maybe he doesn't. That shows clearly all of the instigation and perhaps even the violence was instigated by FBI and undercover informants for the U.S. government. If that is exposed and we were told over and over and over again for years that January 6th is the worst day since Pearl Harbor, it's the biggest attack on our democracy trying to overthrow the government. If it turns out that all of that was a planned coup and a lie what's going to happen? That scares me. This is why the truth is so important. You can't have this stuff go on and on. Like something is true. There's people living in a false reality that is constructed by the elite establishment to believe whatever they want them to believe. If this comes out, what happens? Then we might have real violence. So this is why you don't lie in the first place. Okay. This is why you just don't lie in the first place. And this is such a funny tweet by uh, Aaron Maté, uh, who's a Russian agent. No, I'm kidding. That's what he's told. He goes, I love it when MSNBC accuses others of, quote, fueling conspiracy theories. And then he has a picture of MSNBC, Trump and the Russians. Unlikely but possible that Trump has been a Russian intel asset since 1987. Could Trump be? A- it was all a lie. It was all a lie. And the last thing for Michael Schellenberger's piece he says, for decades after the FBI was caught spying on Martin Luther King Jr. and abusing its powers for political ends, Democrats emphasized strong constraints on domestic spying and the importance of whistleblowers. Now, Democrats are savaging these former public servants as threats to national security. Why is that? Because the establishment, the unit party, both on the conservative side and the liberal side or the Republican side have all shifted to the Democrat side, it's almost like the populist movement on the right has purged the the, the conservative movement of like, uh, I don't know, of like the, the uniparty corruption. I, I mean, don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you the truth. And they all are now on um, the left under Biden. You know, like that Atlantic writer, David Fromm, he was like a huge war guy, terrible, you know, big Bush guy. All these people who were under Bush and Cheney, they're all under Biden. What is that about? think about it. Think about it. Come on. They love war. They love taking away your rights. They love authoritarian. They they are central planners at heart. They'll never give that up. And just to know about these public private partnerships, as you know, from the WEF, well, guess what? On January 6th or between 5th and 7th, Bank of America shared all records of anybody who purchased anything in D.C. between January 5th and January 7th of 2021, regardless of whether they participated in the events, they gave away your private information. If you were in D.C. and had nothing to do with the event in Washington, D.C., they gave away your info to the government. OK. These, this is the public private partnership that's so good for your health. Yeah. OK. Listen to this from the co- this is from the same session. Here we go. Oh, and I think
2: Americans need to hear it because there are other glimpses of just how the victimization is going on and how it's victimization at scale this is one fact that struck me the bank of america records the story that bank of america turned over the credit card transactions whether for an aircraft or a lodging or the purchase of a cup of coffee for everyone who decided to come to washington to be in washington area the northern virginia area that's one of the things that you asked questions about there are victims all over the place, all of the people who suffered when the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security got involved in censorship with social media platforms, millions and millions of tweets and narratives being taken down. That is victimization at scale. It must be resolved. And the fact that those who profess to be most concerned about victimization of people by law enforcement in this country, join in the victimization of you i think that's the takeaway at least for me from this hearing and
0: it's true i mean it's true the people who are fighting for democracy are the same ones that are subverting democracy i mean it's bizarre it's crazy it's absolutely insane and here it is from zero hedge bank of america gave fbi access to january 6 bank records without customers knowledge said the whistleblowers Whistleblowers told Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee that gave January 6th connected bank records to the FBI without the customer's knowledge or consent. And now they're tired. Obviously, they're they're targeting people that that are fired, that own guns because they want to take away the guns, because if you learn history, every regime that took the guns, Mao took the guns, Stalin took the guns, all Trudeau now took the guns, all the fantastic leaders that we've had since the beginning of time, the ones who took the guns did the most fantastic things for its own civilians they really love you they love you so much they're censoring information to protect you how many people are stuck in this really weird world where they think that that's true okay and just a few years ago literally only a few years ago you would have been told you are a psychopath conspiracy theorist if you uh said that there was a group of elites a group of elites that were meeting um If you said that there was a group of elites that were meeting to, you know, discuss how to handle the world, the state of the world, you would be told you're a nutcase. Well, right now, the Bilderberg meetings are going on. Bilderberg meeting 2023, the 69th meeting to take place May 18th to 21st in Lisbon, Portugal. The key topics for discussion this year are AI, banking system, China, energy transition, Europe, fiscal challenges, India, industrial policy and trade. NATO, Russia, transnational threats, Ukraine, and U.S. leadership. Founded in 1954, the Bilderberg Meeting is an annual conference designed to foster dialogue between Europe and North America. Every year, between 120 and 140 political leaders and experts, experts from industry, finance, labor, academia, and the media are invited to take part in the meeting. About two-thirds of the participants come from Europe, and the rest from North America. Approximately a quarter from politics and government, and the rest from other fields. The Bilderberg meeting is a forum for informal discussions about major issues. The meetings are held under the Chatham House rule, which states that participants are free to use the information received, but neither the identity nor the affiliation of the speakers nor any other participant may be revealed. I mean, this is just unbelievable. If you literally mentioned that there was a meeting, if you mentioned Bilderberg and said that they were covering AI and all this stuff, and they were meeting, you know, secretly with heads of state and all this stuff, you would be told you're a nutcase. You'd be also called a Nazi, probably, and an anti-Semitic. Anti-Semite. I mean, look at this. This is CNBC. This is CNBC, May 18th. Quote, a secretive annual meeting attended by the world's elite has AI, the top of agenda. And I, I, I tweeted, I feel much better now. That makes me feel safe. I was really worried about AI until the most powerful elites in the world decided to meet privately to take care of it. If that didn't happen, we would be screwed. So thank goodness. Now we are prepared to handle what's coming at us because they are so good and they always do the right thing. If there's anything we've learned in the past three years is that the elites are unbelievably caring. They're loving. They're always correct. They always do their own research and they care about you more than they care about themselves. Everything's the opposite of what I just said. Okay, that's absolute bullshit. It's crazy. Okay, so the truth is Im- the point of this episode is the truth is important. The truth is apolitical by nature. The truth is the truth is the truth. We can't change it. It is what it is. We need to accept it and build upon it. So, please share this with three people who need to be woken up, who are willing to have an open mind, that are interested in dialogue, discussions, debates, evidence, research, truth, and let's come together. Please share the John the Cogan show. Please subscribe to the John the Cogan show until tomorrow. I love you.